Pulse 95 Live from Sharjah Heritage Days in the heart of Sharjah. So the Sharjah Heritage Days did not happen within what they call Layla al which mm-hmm. basically means it did not happen within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. It involved the work of a lot of people from all around the place and they've been working very hard. The Sharjah Institute of Heritage had many, many, many members to make this uh, vision come true, heritage and creativity. That is the theme of the Sharjah Heritage Days. And we have Rustam Mohammed, who is part of the team who made this happen. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So tell us all about making this, or at least getting this, this vision and making it come true. Uh, actually, this was the vision of His Highness. Mm-hmm. He's, I could say, he's a visionary, mm-hmm. and he's been worried for a long time that the culture will eventually disintegrate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Sharjah Heritage Days Festival is part of a continuing process to yes. keep that heritage alive mm-hmm. for the future generations. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it might continue, and hopefully the coming generations will take up the candle and. We'll keep it going. Yeah, yeah we'll keep, keep it going. going yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it will. It's yes. been it's been going for 20 years now. 20 years now. This is my 17th time. Wow, wow. mashallah. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. So there must have been differences between the first couple of uh, Sharjah Heritage yes. Days mm-hmm. and the newer ones. Can you tell us if you, yes. you remember the differences? Yes, actually, it was difficult in the beginning because we were all new mm-hmm. to the field, and but we came together. Mm-hmm. And uh, with his wisdom, we pushed ahead with the little we could get. And by then, we had a better, much larger view group coming, people mm-hmm. from Somalia, because it was new. Mm-hmm. Now we have advanced to a stage where we have international organizations visiting us. We have international groups participating mm-hmm. with us. So we are upgrading yearly, and we've come a long way. And we are finally realizing our our dream mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, this reminds me of uh, what I'm pretty sure you know her she's one of your colleagues Miss mm-hmm. uh, Dikrayat yes she came Dikrayat Matuk she came over and she was very happy to talk about the exhibitions she was she super was, she was once my manager actually mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she was super super excited to talk yeah. about it. and she also mentioned how yeah. by now mm-hmm. a lot of organizations were actually talking to Sharjah Institute of Heritage they say yes. we want to, to come participate yes. and want to participate in comparison yes. to I'm pretty sure that like you said the first couple of times were super super difficult yes mm-hmm. and uh, what can you tell us about this iteration, especially now we are 13 days mm. into the Sharjah Heritage Days? How has it been so far? Uh, I must say it's been successful mm-hmm. because we've had the IOV annual congress meeting at the same time in conjunction with the festivals. And uh, we being members of various organizations, we now have access to various performers around the world. Mm-hmm. So we've we've managed to tap into the international teams, and it's I can say it's been successful. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad it's been successful. I yes. mean, it is basically also um, what we consider a way to platform as a platform for Sharjah as yeah. well. And like you said, the vision yeah. of His Highness yeah. and um, to preserve heritage and culture pre- yeah. as well. And that's, that's fascinating. That. Yes, and mm-hmm. uh, I must say the people of Sharjah are very lucky to have a ruler like him. Mm-hmm. He's Absolutely. a rare, yes, rare gem. Indeed, <laughs> as Sharjah yeah. girls, we always say that. Yes, yeah. we are very privileged. Alhamdulillah. He's a to rare have. gem. 
He is a rare gem. Yeah. And uh, so far, we also wanted to know about the uh, countries when you guys focus on a specific country, uh, which is now it's Hungary yes. and Austria. And Romania. And, and yes, that yeah. happened previously, <laughs> yes. How do you guys go on about choosing that? Like, how does the meeting go? Uh, years back, we joined uh, the CIUFFF or the mm -hmm. CIUF. It's an international folklore organization. Mm -hmm. By being members now, we, we are able to access all the groups that are in the CEO, mm -hmm. and we can invite them through CEO. Mm -hmm. So it's now become easier than uh, previously where we had to go through embassies and foreign affairs, the huge chain that we had to go through to get these groups. Mm -hmm. Now being members of international organizations makes it easy for us to get groups from any country, mm -hmm. as long as they are members of these groups. Yeah. yeah. So most of, of these performers you see here are members of either CEOF or IOV. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, I do not want to jump and go ahead mm. for the 21st edition, but I'm quite interested to know mm. about next year. Do we, can you give us a hint on <laughs> which country would be the guest of honor uh, next year? We, are, we have not yet selected, but I can tell you it's going to be even more colorful. More mm. colorful. Yes. So it's not some somewhere within Europe or Asia or. No, we actually we don't we randomize we don't you, you randomize. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. We select from groups that have not been here before. Mm -hmm. That is part of the criteria, mm -hmm. and we are trying to make sure that the entire world is accounted for. Mm. So we will be selecting country after country until we exhaust the entire. <laughs> yeah. Until then you, you we'll go start around again. the world, yes. basically. <laughs> then we'll start again. You'll then you'll start yeah. again. I love that so yeah. much, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And when we're talking about the activities as well, do you guys, like, again, mm. do you approach the countries or the organizations yeah. themselves and wait for them to suggest something? Or do you throw in some ideas and they go back and forth with it? No, actually, most of these, these groups, mm -hmm. they put their request to the CEO of organization. Mm -hmm. So when we request, they present us the groups and we select ah, from these groups. Okay, that's yeah. amazing. So they, they are really ready. very yeah. willing to participate in Charger yes. Heritage Days. Mm -hmm. Because for long, we've been having trouble locating these groups. We don't know. Mm -hmm. Because each country has diverse cultural groups. Absolutely, yeah. But through CEOF, we are able now to tap into this uh, with ease, we don't have to search anymore. Mm -hmm. They present them to us. Now mm -hmm. select the groups that you want and we select. That's amazing. Yeah. And personally, yeah. as uh, now we're going to remove you as a coordinator or an organizer mm -hmm. or part of Sharjah Institute of Heritage. Yeah. Personally, as somebody who has been visiting and coming yeah. and seeing 17 editions, mashallah, of Sharjah Heritage yeah. Days, how do you feel about it and how do you see it from that perspective as a visitor? Because I know it appears like your baby right now. Yeah. You worked on it yeah. and it's special. But mm -hmm. as a visitor, remove yourself. It's, How do you feel? It's a unique place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been to so many countries and the way that it's been done here is unique. Mm -hmm. We highly agree. Yes. Absolutely. And I hope that it will go on years after we are gone. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that the younger ones will take over and make it even more better than me. Yeah. Inshallah, we hope so as well. Yeah. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about, um, well, as the Sharjah Heritage Days and Sharjah Institute of yeah. Heritage, how can you preserve traditions and cultures, especially when it comes to individuals? Because as groups, we can talk about this organization That's and true. this organization. <laughs> we can talk about the next generation as That's well. Yeah, how would you encourage actually. them? To exactly. 
What I would say to the younger generation is that uh, without heritage, without your identity, you are nobody. Mm-hmm. No matter what you see, the development, the progress made by the world, the way we are advancing, nothing beats your cultural heritage. Mm-hmm. Because one thing, your cultural heritage protects you. Mm-hmm. It covers you. It guides you. There's nothing like your identity. Like right now, I'm, if I can say, you're all wearing a wire. Mm-hmm. You see, it's a, it's a symbol that identifies you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Absolutely. it gives you prestige. Absolutely. People respect people who respect their own heritage. Mm-hmm. That is one thing I came to know as I traveled around. They will always respect you if you respect your background. But they will not respect a person who adapts who becomes a slave to another. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. The wording of, of, of uh, yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Your wording is just simply amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I advise the younger generation, especially the ones in colleges right now. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of peer pressure with the modern wave coming in. Mm-hmm. Don't be moved by that. Mm-hmm. And it's not even hard to integrate all of it together. Mm-hmm. You can. You can. Yes. You can have your modern identity and also keep on with your traditions. For example, you mentioned the abaya. For yeah. example, now we've got more colored abayas. Exactly. Abayas with the various uh, yes. frills, designs. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, if you lose that foundation, mm-hmm. your children will be lost forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are we, some strong words. We are yes. here today because of our forefathers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am from East Africa. Mm-hmm. My mother is from Hadramaut. Mm-hmm. My father is a m- of mixed blood, so I am Swahili. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I came here, I was like surprised to see that Imarat has adopted so much of our culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Mdema dance is from my country. Yeah. I'm from the islands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Lewa dance is from my country. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I came to realize that and in my country right now, all this has been abandoned. Mm-hmm. It's so sad that we have a long history and it's disintegrating slowly. Slowly and bit mm-hmm. by bit. But I came here and I found proud people yeah. who were so into their culture that I was amazed. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with this country. And when I met His Highness, realized what actually he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. I must say, I was deeply moved that mm-hmm. I wish that in my country I had a leader like him. Mm. Like we said, we, we are very privileged, alhamdulillah, yes. to have him as our leader who is looking at both the future yes. and also the past and integrating yes. them into the present. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we wrap up again, mm. we're going to ask you something a little bit personal. As mm. an, someone who's an organizer, can you mm. tell us your favorite part of Sharjah Heritage Days this year? Well, <coughs> to me, the thing that I never get tired of is watching the traditional dancing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. It's our favorite yeah. too, because especially when they're very close to the yes. studio mm-hmm. and we can hear them in the background and part of us is like, we want to go listen to them. Now you'll yeah. be surprised, especially when they perform the Mdema. The name Mdema is a Swahili word. Mm-hmm. It's for the fishing trap. Here you okay. call it karkor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the karkor, yes. Call it mdema. Yes. The drums that they use, the long drum, mm-hmm. is called msindo here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's actually from the word msondo. Oh, that's amazing. We've yeah. learned a lot, certainly. Wow. That's what it, and the dance itself, mdema, in Swahili, is called msondo. 
Interesting. Because it's the lead drum, so mm-hmm. the, the dance itself is called Musondo. Mm-hmm. We've spoken about it actually a couple of days ago and yeah. we said that a lot of our even Marathi dances and Marathi culture is a whole amalgamation because of yes. uh, the trade back in East Africa yeah. and also with India. So there's yeah. a lot of mixtures. People are moving around back and forth, yeah. back and forth, and they integrated their culture into ours and that's how yeah. we came to be yeah. who so we are. So even the other drums, the Chapua, is a Swahili word. Mm. It's called Chapua. Interesting. The big drum, Shindo. Mm-hmm. Shindo is a Swahili word for mm-hmm. loud sound. Mm-hmm. Shindo. Mm-hmm. That's what it means, actually. Because mm-hmm. it has a very loud output. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. That and we... the drum practically was used in the 17th, 16th century mm-hmm. to announce a wedding. Oh, okay. Because it was, by then it was villages. Mm-hmm. So they would hit the drum, so the next villagers would hear it and they would know there's a wedding. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, so you can see how yeah, those equipments have evolved into... And the Dema dance, actually, originally, it's not the Swahilis mm-hmm. who created it. It's from the Bushmen tribes ah, okay. in Lamu region. Mm-hmm. There is a tribe called the Boni people. Mm-hmm. Whenever they harvest honey or maize, mm-hmm. they dance them Sondo dance. That is so amazing. Honestly, Mr. Rostam, <laughs> you are a treasure mm-hmm. of information. You. you are amazing, but unfortunately, we do have the other yes. going off in a little bit. So I we have certainly learned a lot. We yeah. had a lot of fun chatting to you, and yeah. we cannot wait to learn more from you as we talk inshallah. up here, inshallah. inshallah. A quick break, and coming up next, more chats. I'm going to be also covering a little bit more about Yemen right here at the Sharjah Heritage Days.